Today we're watching Princess Protection Program. About the unsung heroes of America's government, the NS... Princess Protection Program. Thank you for serving. Here on Disney Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour, listen to delightful commentary, our own drunk spin. Comes totally divine guys. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Booze! The grown up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel's original friendship. That was pretty. That was and they so didn't break. pretty. They didn't break. <laughs> oh. That was terrible. We're usually much better at setting the glasses. Yeah, I think now. we were like almost like we can't. We're like, um, don't don't mess it up. Don't. Uh, I think no. we're both just too. Oh god! The number of times I feel like there should be a drinking game for us talking about the glass clink, talking about how we broke those glasses on Thanksgiving, and then talking about how awkward it is to set glasses down. It's like wow, these are really interesting topics, right? Right? This is something people want to hear about. Speaking of glasses, what are we drinking today, Maya? We are drinking the princess. You probably haven't heard about it. See, so yeah, we're, we're trying to decide the name of this drink and explain what's in it. So it is You a, can hear it. There's ice cubes. Mm -hmm. You know there are ice cubes in it. So I went to the Proctor Farmer's Market in Tacoma, and I got a shrub. You probably haven't heard of it. Um, it's super fancy. A shrub is uh, a juice that likes to be sour. Dang it, I was trying to do no scrubs. No shrubs. Uh, <gasps> no shrubs! That's a great drink name! That's what it's called. No shrubs. No shrubs, except it has shrubs. It's a, it's, it's usually like a, a concentrated concoction of fruits, vinegar, and uh, some spices. Oh, yeah, yeah, some herbs. But the thing is... It sounds gross, but it's actually quite good, especially if it's diluted with alcohol and club soda. Mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. It's but, even good without the alcohol. But, but, but actually today, today, we're drinking mocktails. <laughs> 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 April Fools! Yes, today we're recording on April 1st. Yeah. And, uh... Which, if anyone listens to my other podcast, I totally said we were going to be uh, uh, watching Cheetah Girls too, but... Rory doesn't understand calendars, nor does he understand schedules. So, I mean, they're roughly, they're, there's a Venn diagram and they overlap, but he's, he's just, he's on Canada time, always. Lives in Seattle, on Canada time. He, his family's visiting, he forgot. Did he say sorry? I'm sure he didn't. I'm, I'm sure he so said, sorry. I'm sure he said budden. I'm so sorry, eh? Sorry, sorry. Pardon, pardon. And then, I mean, like, I'm, I honestly, guys, I don't think it's, his parents were in town. I think he was vacuuming. Oh, he... He has a vacuum. He has a vacuum. Guys, he has a vacuum. And it's really important that he uses that vacuum. We were really hoping he'd bring the vacuum. But alas, he did not bring the vacuum, nor himself. But later on today, we'll be watching High School Musical 2 still. So next, in two weeks, when you listen to our next episode and we sound really drunk, it's because we watched two movies and had two drinks. Two different drinks. But, yeah, so today is our, our April Fool's drink, the the No Shrubs. No Shrubs. Which it's funny because there's lots of shrubs in here. That's the April Fool joke. It's a beautiful purple. You can look at our, our first ever boomerang because we're old, and this is, like, exciting technology for us. Adair says, ooh, let's do a boomerang. I was like, uh, the... 
Well, look, my favorite thing was you're like, is it like, like a slideshow? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't, I, don't re- I mean, I honestly don't either. Yeah, so we're watching The Princess Protection Program, starring Selena Gomez. And Demi Lovato. Two people I love. You know, some people don't realize that you and I were originally cast in this movie, but what was weird was we didn't know each other, but Uh-oh. we were both cast in it, but we both had, uh, we had scheduling problems yeah. because um, Montana. Yeah. It's well, really hard to leave Montana in the winter. They were filming in the winter. They asked us. We were both cast. And it was funny because we knew that the other person who was cast was also from Montana. And we thought it was kind of cool. But then we didn't realize until very recently when we were talking about how we went to summer camp and didn't realize that, that we also were both cast in Princess Protection Program. That's an amazing coincidence how many times our lives have intersected and that we didn't, we didn't even meet. realize. Yeah. I mean, like, it's almost like a we had a meet cute. Oh. And it, I feel like in the movie of our lives, there'd be 10 years prior of us, like, almost meeting, and then finally us meeting at the wedding, which is adorable. I mean, if we were if we were romantically entangled... It would like, be the best rom-com. It would be the best love story. Like, the best love story. People would laugh so much. Mm-hmm. Like that time when we yelled that name at the same time that we're just not going to yell it. Yeah, we we, we can't do that. She she lives here though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I we see. might do it when when we're paused and yeah. ready to watch it because I kind of want to. Yeah, it's what, want it's to. one of those things, and I mean, you're never going to know because this is just this is between us. And contrary to popular belief, we do not share everything. But yeah, so from what I remember from when I read the script when I was a, who I can't remember. Were were you the princess or the princess protector? Well, I was... It's really the princess protector's daughter. But yeah. That's yeah, who yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, who then got cast by Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. So, who I love and yeah. I respect and I really I mean, support it's really no hard feelings. Their second choice, I mean. I mean, yeah. And I and my role was then cast with Demi Lovato. And, uh, which, I mean, I think she she had so many nuances I couldn't properly portray. And also, she doesn't have flat feet like I do, so she can wear heels. Also, what helps is that they're both um, uh, children. Yeah. As opposed to the fact that um, we, were, we, were, we, we were adults, adults and yeah. it just really didn't. I understand that it probably wouldn't have made a lot of sense. I think, like, it made sense in the original script, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense now. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that I think they were casting it like a 90s CW show. Yeah, where everyone looks a lot older. Everyone is. Like, they, all the all of the They're all, like, 28 to 32. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm 17 years old. No, you're not. It's like, who are you fooling, Chad Michael Murray? Who are you fooling? <laughs> Sorry, David Boreanaz. Nuh-uh. Sorry, Nicholas Brendan. You were 27 years old when you started Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Stuttering Slayer. didn't keep him off the TV. Did you ever see those ads? In the back of like Seventeen magazine. Okay, I just aged myself. No, that's fine. On the in the back of Seventeen magazine, there were these ads about like stuttering and like I guess it was like voice therapy or so. I don't know. But it, it's Nicholas Brennan's picture and it said stuttering didn't keep him off TV. Yeah, really? He, he had a stutter. Oh, that's so neat to know. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good so Nicholas him. Brennan had a stutter. And we were originally cast in this film. From what I remember from the original script was uh, my character was in danger. I was about to be crowned. And there was, a, uh, there was like a, a, mili- a coup. A coup. Yeah, yeah, a coup. Um, 
And then whenever I say coo, uh, I go, tight, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I say coo, I want to go coo, coo, like a pigeon. Because you needed to know what bird I was emulating there. I knew. So there's a, like a military coup or something like that. Yeah. And so the princess protector, uh, Selena Gomez's character's uh, father. father. Um, grabs her and brings her to their swamp shack. Yeah, their swamp shack and... In Florida. I yeah, think. and then a lot of it is about her having to be like, it's sort of like, it's the witness protection program, but it's the princess protection program. She's like, I'm ah, a princess. It's a I don't do that stuff. But, yeah, and then she, I remember that the dialogue was funny because it's almost like there, there's a funny voice to it, like a funny dialect to it. Like, fr- why would someone be that way kind of? Speaking mm-hmm. like like someone uh, who is clearly trained. English is not my first language, language. but I have a non, uh, an indeterminate uh, amount of vocal exercises to make it sound like I maybe am not from America. I love it. Nondescript uh, European dialects. I love them so much. It's like Martin Short in Father of the Bride. Like, where was he from? Probably Germany. He like was Germany, from, Austria. He was from. Germskanistan. Germskanistan. Um, I was thinking it was Hungerland. Ah, uh, the people of Hungerland are a the, good, proud people. They're a rare. They're a rare breed. I can't remember the country that she's princess of. And isn't ah oh man? I feel like Selena Gomez's character has like a like one of those like I'm a cool girl with a boy's name kind of thing like Dylan. I think her name's like Dylan. Uh, Were you Wikipedia that shit? Yeah, I, I was Wikipedia. Her name's Carter. Carter. Well, I was close. But yeah, and see, that's a, the thing with with Selena Gomez is that Selena Gomez back. Well, I'm trying to think of, with most of her kid type movies, she always played like someone who was uh, sort of tomboyish. She was tom girlish. Yeah. Tom girlish, but but super super pretty. Always but, so But just, pretty. like, effortlessly. And I remember... But it looked like it actually took a lot of effort. Yeah, and at the end, they wear dresses that, uh... They wear dresses that, like, they get confused, and Carter gets almost abducted, and then everything works out fine, as I recall. As I recall. And there's something No to one do, was murdered, as far as I And there's something to remember. do with, like, Carter's friend has a crush on her, too, I think. Or she has a crush on her friend, and her friend has a crush on the princess? I don't know, but I know there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of competition because they're both girls, and they're both in high school, and popularity is hard. And also, girls are mean. And they're always competing against each other. But as I recall, our our movie ended in a dance-off. Mm-hmm. It was a dance-off, was and then, uh, and it was an interesting choice, and I know they've rewritten it since. Yeah. Everyone was murdered at the end. It was, like, super Hamlet-y. Yeah. But... Uh, I guess it didn't test well. Yeah, when they filmed it that that's, way. That's and what so I they heard. Changed the, they changed the ending. That's what I heard. That which, it changed. You know, like, which way is, to sell out Disney. Which is, you know, it was it was ahead of its time. They were really they were wanting to transition into something. They wanted it to be Disney Channel original murders, and it was ambitious. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll still maybe Descendants Two is super murdery. Who's to say? Here's helping. All right, so shall we watch it? Yes, let's watch it. We'll be back after these messages. 
Today's podcast brought to you by Disney Channel Original Murders. Viva! 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 And we're back. That's, so That's how that movie ended, was just... Viva, viva, viva. Well, like, yeah. So... Happy ending. I don't think that... I don't think that... I mean, I'm... I think that the original ending... With everyone dying? Yeah, was much more powerful. I mean, it was really powerful. I mean, I liked that Chelsea, like, actually drowned in that swimming pool and then didn't come back. And then... But then there was, like, the understanding that the dictatorship had taken control, but it was going to implode, and they accepted their deaths, but knowing that Costa Luna was going to be free. Costa Luna will be free. Yeah. Viva, uh, viva, 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 viva. But the viva, viva those were um, Rosie's last words, but she was speaking of Costa Luna, that we yeah. live. but then, live. so in the rewrite, they had it that she became queen and everyone was happy, and they were like, viva, 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 Rosalinda, which I felt like it was almost more powerful for it to be about the country, which is Costa Luna, which is not on most maps and not important to a very, a very big countries, as is explained in a very in-depth monologue about politics and democracy, because Ros- uh, Rosalinda is going to be queen of Costa Luna, very important country. The the very co- important to her, which I think is directly translates into the coast of the moon. She's a moon princess. Guys. She's a moon princess. She's like her Sailor name is moon. actually Selena. She's Selena. She's Sailor Moon. So she's Sailor fine. Moon. She's Sailor Moon, and it's 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 a very ah, it's a very interesting and intricate tapestry that has been made with this film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow. So, Costa Luna is being overtaken <laughs> by a dictatorship, and you have a crown that is headphones. I have which, a headphone crown. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, so, this movie, I enjoyed it. It it was not the best one I've ever seen. It didn't make my, it didn't blow my mind or anything, but essentially we have um, a princess out of, not out of water, but I guess a fish out of water story. There we go. There we go. I got the analogy right. I did a fish dance. Yes. We got the fish out of water's tail, but there were... <laughs> fish tail. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. <sighs> R.A.P. Jojo. No. I meant her career. I'm kidding. I don't know how her fish. career is. Are you talking about Are you talking about Aquamarine? Oh, I was. <laughs> I'm like, Jojo is an Aquamarine. Which one I, is a fish tail? No, I'm thinking of Big Fish with Ewan McGregor. Oh, but there's a movie called Fish Tail. Is there? I think so. Okay. You also thought Sharpay's, uh, like, whatever adventure. It is. It's, so it is a decom. It is a decom. So I can't actually criticize you for thinking it was a decom. Okay, so. Well, it was a direct-to-DVD thing, but it also was put on to the Disney Channel, so. All right, so. It's all good. But was it a decom? Yes. Even though it was, it, it like, premiered, well, it, it premiered as a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. And then became a DVD thing, as yes. some movies are. So we're going to make Lars watch that? Yes. Oh, my God. Don't you know, tell him, guys. That movie, I think, stars Austin Butler. And the interesting fact about Austin Butler is, at least last time I checked, I don't know because I really don't keep up with Vanessa Hudgens' relationships, but she and uh, he and Vanessa Hudgens have been dating for quite some time. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. He's on that other show, The Schnarr Chronicles, right? I don't know if he was in that show. 
I, th I think so. I If I'm thinking of the right person, he was also on, on a few episodes of Arrow. And... Uh, Who was he in Arrow? Without spoiling? All right, hold on real quick. Spoiler alert. Thanks, Adair. Um, <laughs> I was supposed to say, was that supposed to be me? <laughs> okay. Oh, that was fun. Um, anyway, he plays uh, some DJ who hooks up with uh, the Arrow's sister. The sister? Yeah. Yeah. Or he's going Mula to... Holland or something? Yeah. And are, then he... Are, are we sure that And then he it? is an assassin of, of, of the League of Assassins. Which is interesting because and in the himself. new TV show... Oh. And then, Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> wow, how'd you talk twice? I that don't know. Weird. I made my voice echo. It was a very cool thing. Um, that's interesting because in Powerless recently, Vanessa Hudgens' character dated a henchman, like a little assassin for the Riddler. I really need to, um, catch up on that show. So I do love any show, well, I, so I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but any show that in the, in the pilot says taint, like, at least four times was just, I just can't, I can't avoid it. Yeah, I totally meant Austin Butler. Okay, so, hold on, let's see. Keep talking. I'm going to see if he's still dating Vanessa. Vanessa Hudgens. Butler has been in a relationship with actress and singer Vanessa Hudgens since 2011. Wow. Good for you guys. Happy sixth six anniversary. Years. Six years. Yeah. Sixth anniversary. He was with her. I mean, I, if they're still together, like, he... Oh, he is in Shana, the Shannara Chronicles. Um, he plays a half-elf. Cool. That makes sense. No, he, it doesn't. The whole show no, doesn't make he any sense. He was in Ned's Declassified, Zoe 101, Hannah Montana, Drake and Josh. He's Unfabulous. These are all shows I watched. Hold on. Nope. Didn't watch that. Didn't watch that. Didn't watch that. Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh-huh. Jonas. Uh, he was on the Joe Bro Show? He was in Switched at Birth, which I also knew about. Joe Bro Show. Check um, it. Yeah, he was Chase in Arrow. Wow, what a bro name. Chase. It's almost, oh gosh, what is it? Devin, I think is a good bro name. Uh, Chad. 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 Why, why Chad's the we, ultimate. Why Chad is we, the ultimate. Chad's the ultimate. Do you know any Chads? Uh, I did, yeah, in Montana. I know one Chad. He's an author. He's a writer. And uh, this is he has Chad a book out. No, it's Chad. It was definitely Chad. I love Chad. Um, and, uh, and he is actually a cool guy. And not a bro. Like a bro in the douchey way. Legit Chad. I've never met, like, a Chad. So, I've never met a Chad. So, like, are we talking, like, Scrubs Chad? I am not uh, very fluent watch... in, in Scrubs. Scrubs. So, I've seen bits and pieces. So Chad is a surgical intern and then eventually a is doctor. He, does he date Elliot and is a douche? Uh, I don't think he dates Elliot, actually. Okay. But he's, like, this joke in the... In the whole like series, because he's like super broy and he like he's like Chad Five, and then he high fives people and stuff like that. Chad and he always wears five? like he wears yeah yeah. I mean he's he's ridiculous and he's stupid. I but I remember one time eating at Finnegan's. This only makes sense for anyone from Montana. It's this restaurant that was open twenty four hours a day that everyone went to, and, and it, was it was the best. And it was built over a river. It was very cool. But it was the best. That's where everyone went and. Uh, I heard, overheard someone saying, I'm one banana hammock away from becoming the Chad, which is could have been the Chad in Scrubs, could have been the Chad in the first Charlie's Angels, played by Tom Green. Uh, but it was one of oh, those Oh, the great, movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the, the, it was great, and it was one of those lines that... It was one of those lines that 
I've always remembered, and so whenever I feel like I'm like in a like bad place, I'm like I'm just one banana hammock away from being the the Chad. So yeah, one banana hammock away from being the Chad. I just thought that was very funny. I like and it. And I think it. I think that should be that. I think that should be a bit. Can you propose bits on podcasts? I propose this bit. I one, second. One banana hammock away from being the Chad. If we had titles that weren't decoms and drinks, that would be the title of this episode. So you know. For our number one fan. Who's our number one fan? Who's our number one fan? Let's, that would oh, be. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can we cheer it or something? Can we? We should have we rehearsed. Cameron! I forgot to talk. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm so drunk. thanks to our number one fan. Cameron. And also, happy belated birthday, Cameron. Absolutely. Happy belated birthday. To you. What? To Cameron? <laughs> what was I supposed Just to say? Just wanted to say his you name. Because you keep forgetting. Oh, yeah, Cameron. Name. Cameron, you know, you have a great name. It's my daughter's middle name. It is my is father's middle name. Oh, it my is my really brother's hurt. middle name. My hands hurt, too. We were not cheerleaders. Because <laughs> if we were, we would have clapped like this. But we I did this. <laughs> I wasn't a cheerleader either. But, but I, I'm a cheerleader. I've watched a lot of cheerleader shows and I've seen a lot of TV. Anyway, TV. 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 Adair, why are you talking like that? Is that how I talk? No, but like that's. Well, One that's, of these days we need to do that. <laughs> like, ha, I'm Adair. Ha, I'm Maya. <laughs> I sound just like that. Wow, that's amazing. And hilarious. Oh my god. Why does no one understand how funny we are? If you think we're funny, just tweet us at as it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on, let me say it. Sorry, Maya, can you do an impression of me? Okay. <clears throat> if you think we're funny, tweet us at at dizzy underscore channel. This is a dare. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Adair, you never sounded more like yourself. I know oh, that. God, I have tears. I know, I have right? Tears. I'm We've just gone inceptioning <laughs> on these pants. I just don't know what to it's do. Just like, like hands are wheels. How like, did you drink all of your drink? I don't know. I got you drink a whiskey drink. You drink a vodka drink. You drink a lager drink. I drink a cider drink. Yeah. I drink a... Uh, there's a song. No, All right. You, you, you sing song songs that, that remind you of the good times. times. You sing the songs that remind you of the better times. Yeah. You get knocked down. But I get, get up, up again. again. Nothing's I'm ever going to keep me down. down. Nothing. You hear me? Oh, God. You hear me, Chad? I don't know. Whatever. Fuck. I just spilled all over my slippers. These are my feet. So it turns out that for some reason, uh, shrubs get you kind of fucked up pretty quickly. God, I'm gonna edit this later and be like, oh my. You actually, Bob. You, you really will. Oh, Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob. Well, I, so let's talk about this movie that we have not spoken of. No, we did. We just got on, we, on the chat. So, tangent. I mean, okay. Let's say this movie is not bad. It's just really, really cliche. It's, it's really cliche. Full and it's of easy. It's just easy. Like you have a bitchy girl 
You have played by Jamie Chung, lovely, lovely Jamie Chung. She was 25 when we did the when they did this, and I think she's the only person. Like when we, (laughs) so I think the but we didn't actually end up. But the thing is, I think she's the only person that is from the original cast that we were casting. Yes, that came over. But well, I love her. Like, as Chelsea, she's, like, great as being a bitch. And I loved her in Gotham. I loved her in, as upon, Mulan. And, in Once Upon a Time. But my favorite thing was when I said, oh, she's Mulan. And you said, in, in Descendants? Descendants. And I said, no, in Once Upon a Time. And you're like, the same, same thing. thing. I, that's verbatim the conversation. That's not true because I love Once Upon a Time. Um, by the way, don't spoil it for me. I'm not caught up with current season. I'm super not caught up with that show. I don't um, know what's going on. And at some point, someone was also saying, like, did you see Grey's Anatomy? I'm like, no, I have a life. I don't watch that show. Grey's Anatomy? I don't... Never heard of it. I've heard... It's basically a live rendition of the book, Grey's Anatomy. So they're just and talking it's just about, like, they're like literally, body parts. It's like literally a guy... It's like a Bob Ross type character standing next to a... Uh, Gabe from Office type character, uh-huh. and he's just pointing because he's basically a human skeleton. Right, right, and he's right. basically just pointing to things and explaining how the body works. Oh, that's cool. But like, yeah, I mean, there's some really gruesome episodes, like when the, he just like stabs him. Like this is what a cut, like like oh, this looks yeah. like. This is what like a deflated system. Like, yeah. Woo. Yeah, and this I remember like a, that episode. Yeah, yeah it's it rough, and like, fun. and then when he starts poking parts of his brain. It's just, it's I mean, it's dark. He's like, it's, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling." Yeah, that was weird. It I don't know weird. how that happens. I mean, I'm not I, a doctor, guys. So, and this all relates to Princess Protection Program. All right, so the princess's country, of Costa Luna, Costa Luna, coast of the moon, coast of the moon, uh, is taken over by some military despot. Dis- dictators. There's a, there's a coup. There's a coup. And he uh, is like, yeah, it's my country now. And then the princess gets away. And the princess is officially enrolled in the Princess Protection Program, which is an actual thing. With, with a, it. It's a real thing with a person who has a vague Russian accent that which we can't really play. unnecessary. Would you agree that the actual, the accent was completely unnecessary? Yeah, it's like... I feel like the actress was just like, I want my character to have, like, a little... I want to show my range, guys. I'm ready to show my range. So she's like, I think that this character would have an accent. And they're like, uh, I mean, we don't really think that that's necessary. I think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do that. And then she has this weird, vaguely, I call it ambiguously European ambiguously ambiguously Eastern European Eastern European because she's like uh is how you'll say I mean kind of talk and it's like ugh gross anyway the princess protection program is uh, a real thing it is a real thing guys and they uh so they sit around and do makeovers on princesses and and you got really upset when they were trying to cut her hair well she had really long hair and I just have a thing I, yeah, I don't. I used, I, to, I used I, to want to grow my hair out I had for a very, very long, long time. I had a very, I had a very long hair. One <laughs> growing <laughs> one out of my head, and one growing out of my nose, and but not like from my nostril, but like just the tip the of top my nose. Of her nose. We it didn't say anything. Weird, it was like a Dr. Seuss book. It was, it was very weird. It was actually kind of cool though. But like you've known her. me when I've it had very long her. hair. Uh, I haven't for this podcast. I cut all my hair off. Um, I. I've always wanted very long hair, so to see someone cut all of their hair off was an offense to you, right? Yes, I'm like, but you have so much hair. And then, I, and then I just showed up one day, and you're like, it's 
gone. And and Anthony's like, you look like Pol Pot. And then he just hated me. That was what happened. You do have a really uh, Pol Potty hair. I mean, I'm not saying that that means You're... that you are Pol Pot. I'm just saying that it's Pol Potty. And I understand how people can be offensive to Offense, offensive to that? Offended. Offended. Thank you. Um, I am I am probably the most offensive person you know. Uh, yeah. 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 That I know. That I know. I mean, like, there are people that I've heard of that are more offensive, but... Mm. Gary Sinise? No. Gary Sinise is number five to my number one. That's true. That's we'll true. We'll think about it. This movie involves military coup, princess protection program, lots of, like... Girl on girl aggression because, and I actually I did like, like that girl I, on girl aggression. But like what I liked about it, I didn't like the girl on girl aggression because it's just like why can't we all just get a bong? But for real, for for real, Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell. I'm asking Williams. you, Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. Um, you know. So, like these these are questions that I I am I pose to this movie, but. She makes a comment at one point where Rosalinda, Rosie, wants to have a job once she's in the bayou in Louisiana, which is apparently a fairy tale. Louisiana, colon, a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. But but uh, she says, like, no, you can't have it. It's mine. You can't have everything that's mine. And, I, and so her weird aggression that she had for the first half of the movie made sense at that point where she's like, she feels like she is herself. She feels that she is herself, and she is comfortable with that, but it's hard when someone else tries to be you and then does it more successfully or ends up more popular, especially if mm-hmm. it's in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was, a, that, was a, that was a valid point. But then she finds out that this dictator has taken her mother prisoner and is going to, like, force her into marriage. and Creepy. Which first is found out by Brit, the popular girl Chelsea's friend, and it was very weird that she found that out, but then Chelsea decided to use that as leverage to become Homecoming Queen. Because why is Homecoming Queen a big deal? I don't understand. Maya, get off your phone. Why is Homecoming Queen a big deal? Because it's Homecoming Queen. Okay, sorry. It is Homecoming. Oh my God, guys. Oh my God, guys, it's Homecoming. Um, Here's something, though, that I found sort of interesting. Oh, do tell. The Princess Protection Program is secret. It is a secret government organization. And yet, the daughter knows uh, Selena Gomez, uh, my old character, uh, knew everything about it. Like, she was fully, fully aware that Rosie was a princess. She knew that her father protected princesses. Can I I give my theory on this as Mm -hmm. to why she knows? Okay, so Carter's mom is not in the picture. She which died. Is, which is my guess. Which is intriguing because which is intriguing because Rosalinda's father not in the picture. Mm. So my thought is that before Carter was born, both her parents were in the Princess Protection Program guarding this family specifically because the mom was pregnant. But then also unknowingly, the other mom was pregnant. So Carter's mom was pregnant, Rosalinda's mom was pregnant. They were all in like the, this like princess protection program. But Are you saying that Carter's mom was a princess? No, I'm saying oh, Carter's oh, oh. mom was also in the princess protection oh. program as in like she, as she was, was a guard. She was she was like she was in a the military she was an person. officer. Yeah, okay, sorry. Gotcha. 
So anyway, the the families become very close because of it. Then, very cl- soon after both Carter and Rosalinda's births, there is an assassination attempt. Uh, Carter's mother is on detail that night, happens to see what's happening, takes the bullet, but it goes through her. Oh, kills think the same thing. Rosalinda's father yeah. as well. So their parents are both dead, but they are they're like almost like twins. Armor pe- piercing K- hollow respect. points. Yeah. So yes, exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Armor piercing hollow points, obviously. obviously. So because I'm a huge I'm hugely into weaponry. So anyway, they both die, but the parents just choose to keep the girls separate, and so he does detail like still. trap? Yeah, kind of. Like, it's weird, but the so he, like, chooses to he chooses to still be on her detail in imperative times, which is why he ends up going to Costa Luna during Rosalinda's coronation. Like, coronation. Right, right, right. Yes. So they don't ever know each other, but their parents have this intricate link, and so that's why she, Rosalinda, trusts Carter's father, whose name I can't remember, and that's also why. And he was like, an uncle almost to her. Yeah. That's and why she trusted him. Yeah, so and uh, but that's also why he chose to bring her to the bayou with the with the banjos, you know. Yeah, because here's the, banjo, the thing. The banjos are weird. Like the I was like, why is this happening in this movie? It's weird. Um, I gotta say, real quick, quick. that was something. Uh, so they earlier when they were introducing Rosalinda Rosie into the Princess Protection Program. They mentioned that Princess whatever number was uh, the not, from the being co- not being cooperative. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and then they're like, well, we'll figure it out. So here's the thing. Now, Rosie was also not cooperative. True. And it didn't seem like for any other princess that they were willing to just bring someone else in to make her more cooperative. Um, but for some reason... Well, because she was about to become queen. I think that's why she had priority. But here's something... I also have to think, this is another theory, perhaps Carter's father is also the father. Of Rosalinda? Yes. Oh my god, I totally was thinking that too. Hey, ah! Ah! <laughs> this, this, none of this is in the script. This is just, just, this is just hearsay. This makes the movie so much more interesting. I know, but it makes it intricate and makes their sibling, like, kind of rivalry make more sense. And it does seem like sibling rivalry. But so this all goes to say, I think Carter knows because her mother passed away and because of the loss she had to bear, she was allowed access into understanding what was behind her mother's death. Yes. And so I think that's why I think she's sworn to secrecy and that's why they have this whole bait shop thing and that's why they live in, like, that house. I mean, like her mother's last words were like, "We're part of a secret organization." No, I think I think once, when one of your parents dies, you're allowed understanding as as to why they. I don't think so. Away. I think when both your parents are in that, because it if your father passes away too, it would be really hard to not know. Uh, I'm not sure that. In my theory of DCOM universe, you get you are awarded you get that. One. You get one. You get one. Oh, it's like um. Oh shit! There was like a TV show or, uh, uh, where you get a one that gets your secret. Oh, it's a. Uh, it's actually it was Warehouse Thirteen, and you get one person that is go- that gets to know your secret. So I'm guessing that Carter is the one. Gets to know his secret. She's like Neo. Okay, so that's why I think she knows. He also leaves her in the bayou by herself while he goes. He's like, ah, you're 16. I'll be gone for a couple of days. Gotta go protect my other daughter. Double lives. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. 
So she comes to the bayou. It's very weird. Her English is, uh, like, my favorite thing is well, her English is because, impeccable. Well, she's like, because it is funny. She was like a robot. She's like, you I it. am princess. You made I it. am princess Tron 3000. <laughs> I am a you princess. You made a good point about, about her, uh, Demi Lovato and Princess Protection Person. Demi Lovato and Princess Protection Program <laughs> versus Demi Lovato in Camp Rock. Yes. Make your point. So in Princess Protection Program, she is a robot, and there's very little smiling going on, um, and and she's very like, oh, I see. Yes, here are words in because English. it is funny. It because it is funny. What is chores? Your father, the yogurt king, would be very disappointed in you. And it's like it. It kind of reminds me of Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Where he's like, human things are different, and I do not understand them. Uh, like in that um, a stepsister from Planet Weird, where she's like, I oh. am an alien and do not understand your Yeah, human. Blah, they blah, should blah, get blah. together, actually. Yeah, seriously. She was, but it was, it was weird, because I'm like, you don't understand what chores are? What are these chores you speak of? And I'm like, you know how to read. I'm not saying that you have ever done a chore in your life. But you know what chores are. You have a basic understanding you know of how work life is. works. Yeah, like, you know what work is, even though you don't specifically do that kind of work. So you know what a chore is. Also, I don't understand how a how a person who seems to be uh, fluent in several different languages, I think French and Portuguese and Spanish and Japanese. Oh, and English obviously. And she seems to be completely fluent in all of these languages and yet doesn't understand the word chore, which I mean, even on a basic slang type level, a chore is like, oh, this is such a chore. She's a, she's an educated person. Why does she not know what chores are? This is ridiculous. And I don't, I do not approve. I do not approve. Other things that I do not approve of this princess are as follows. Don't forget to follow us at Dizzy, Dizzy underscore channel. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Adar. Also, uh, other things that bothered me. Um, <laughs> I wrote, uh, dude is a cartoon villain. The guy's a cartoon villain. Also, she doesn't know what a hamburger is. That was annoying. That was really, that bothered me a lot. Because the thing is, is that like a hamburger isn't a foreign concept. It's a sandwich. And sandwiches are not like, oh, I am rich. I don't eat sandwiches. Yes, you do. You eat sandwiches all the time. And having like a ground beef sandwich, that's a hamburger. Everyone knows what that is. What the fuck? Also, why is homecoming so fucking important? I already asked about that. Yeah, I know. But why? Let's see. Uh, Ro. Why did she have to take Rosie and make it shorter to make it, to make Rosie, uh, Rosalinda feel more special. I was like, that would not make me feel more special. And I really liked uh, Carter Mason's rapier whip, where she was like, I order you to take a short walk or a long walk of a short pier. I'm like, for fuck's sake. And she throws down the cell phone. So basically, then. Carter decides she loves Rosie because Rosie gets embarrassed and through mutual embarrassment and social awkwardness, you develop bonds. 
So she develops this plan with the costume designer for the princess, and they trick the dictator into thinking that Carter was Rosalinda because they all have masks on, so obs. And, oh, I forgot to totally mention that the guy that Carter has had a crush on since third grade asks Rosie out, and then Rosie says, well, maybe does he's beautiful on the outside, but is he beautiful on the inside? And I'm like, wow, that is important to think about when you're a teenager. So, but that that's beside the point. He goes to the homecoming with Chelsea and, you know, whatever. Fuck it. So... Carter develops this plan to be captured instead of Rosie because she thinks, she's like, she knows her dad will always show up. Then Rosie finds out, accidentally gets waylaid by Chelsea, who ends up in the pool. In our script, she drowns, but she just swims around a little bit in her prom, or in her homecoming dress in this movie. So whatever. But then at the helicopter, Rosie unveils herself, and Carter's like, my plan would have worked. I'm bait girl, because she works I at a bait shop. I don't understand how the plan would have worked. She would have been captured, and then Rosie would have been safe. and, and her. But I think, honestly, I think the whole plan was actually that her dad would show up. Because she says oh, at one uh, point, she's like, I, you always show up. I know you'll show up. And so that's good. Cool that you have faith in your father. Good for you. Awesome. Major what's-his-face. Major what's-his-face. What's major what's-his-face. It's major what's-his-face. He's a major what's-his-face. Yes. Am I right? So there's, there in, in our movie, in our script, a lot of people died in that helicopter scene, but that's, a, I get, that's not the point. So anyways, Rosalinda says that everything she learned, she learned from Carter. They hug, then it's her coronation, and they're like, Viva Princess Rosalinda, and that's how it Queen. ends. Queen. Viva Queen. So it's Queen Protection Program then? Well, no. I mean, she's a princess up until the very, very end. Less really. Whatever. I'm just going to drink. I don't even Um, care anymore. What what would you retitle this movie if you could retitle this movie? Funny you should ask, Maya. I think I came up with a brilliant one because of the dictator line of things. It's the last queen of Costa Luna. What would you have renamed it? I would have renamed this movie Hamlet. That's an apt. I mean, that's. First I'm sorry, script. but that was from the first. That's script. from first script, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's yes. like kind of Lady Hamlet, is, yeah, as far as it goes, Lady Lit, Lady Lit, Ham Lady, Hamletta, 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 Hamilton, Hamilton. What are we named it? Hamilton, because we love we love Hamilton, but. Uh, I mean, like, I think we've kind of stated our feelings about Sharpay's adventure and High School Musical, which are coming up. And but, the name Chad. And then the name Chad. So I think, like, really no one should have questions of us. No. How did you feel about this film? I enjoyed it. But actually, really, I think that what I enjoyed most is the potential of this movie. Because it was fun in the way that... I had just, so like, much fun. Yeah. You could just, like, go, well, what if this happened? And what if this happened? It wasn't very... We it wasn't a very closed-off script. We made a whole idea of her... them being half-sisters. <laughs> yes. It was just... You know, there's a lot of these decoms that are very uh, contained, and you don't get those kind of choices. And so I had fun with this movie. So... I would recommend watching it. I mean, I loved this movie in that I didn't love it, but it was interesting and there was so much I could fuck around with it it, and I liked that. And I mean, I kind of love Demi Lovato's smile face where it's just like, ow, what's happening? That's cool. Demi Lovato is an incredibly intelligent woman. 
I agree. And yet, she has this talent, this ability to be, like, you look at her, and she's got that smile pasted on her face, and her eyes are Moon like face. glass. And you're like, it's, it's like she... Because it's just funny. <laughs> I am Robotron. I am Princess. I am Princess Tron 3000. Is it funny? What is chores? I know not this word. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Beep, I bop, am beep, a princess. Soon I will be queen. Beep, boop, boop. It's awesome. He's wrote a great um, house music kind of song. Beep, boop, boop. Guys, uh, just go ahead and capture all of what I just said. Uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, do your thing uh, with your... <laughs> With your uh, remixing and stuff. I don't know how. I don't know how music works, guys. I'm not a musician. Okay? I'm okay. not Cameron. Okay, you've had it. I'm you, not Cameron, who's amazing, by the way. Okay, Happy you've birthday, heard, I love you. Okay, you've heard it here first. Maya's not Cameron. Cameron's not Maya. They're very different people. Would you, was it worth it? <laughs> Absolutely. I know, right? It was, <laughs> honestly, it was really entertaining. And the guy from Sky High, was it, oh my God. I, I love remember. him. The guy was, the guy from Sky High was here. Wait, in I do house? not lie. In this, in this apartment? He was here? On the fly. He was dry. Oh, fuck. <sighs> fuck. Okay, so it was great. I had so much fun, and I'm so ready to watch High School Musical now. Those of you who listen to us every week are going to have such a treat in two weeks when we do High School Musical 2, because you will know that we are already drunk. Have fun. Because we are already drunk. I just got to say really quick that uh, if you look up Nicholas Braun on uh, Who plays Ed in this movie and who is in Sky High and who is in How to Be Single and who is in lots of things. He's a 28-year-old dude. Oh, man. So is he single? He's he's in... His Wikipedia page is the worst picture. It's like he was playing basketball and somebody was like, (laughs) so it was like, like, hey, Nick, Nick, let's take a photo. Oh, he went from basketball practice to Comic-Con took a photo but someone also like flashed him when they took the photo and so he's like Whoa! <laughs> it was good it's good it's it's kind of ridiculous um he's um he's, he's in sky high he was in Z- minutemen he, he was in minutemen he was he was in minutemen so this I is this was minutemen. not his first this was not his first rodeo he yeah and so that was great. So this is second decom. I like him. He's in Parks of Being a Wallflower, which we were talking about earlier. That's what matters to me. He's oh yes 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 yes. That's that's. He's that's a shitty boyfriend of Nina Dobrev, who was right. in, the, who is in Degrassi, Degrassi and then yeah. Vampire Diaries. Yeah, and more importantly, Degrassi. And then he's in the he's Cameron. Home of Drake. He's Cameron in the ABC Family version of Ten Things I Hate About You. And uh, that was a show? Yeah, they did a show. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? He was oh, also Whiskey shit. Tango Foxtrot. He was in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, which I recently saw. He's in the Stan- Stanford Prison Experiment, which with Ezra, who he's also in person being a wallflower Ezra with. Miller? Is Ezra he, Miller's is, doing that. Is that a, it, what else has he done? Ez, Ezra. Ezra Miller. Oh, well. Millar? Millar? Oh, well, he's only in two very large. Franchise? Sorry. Large franchises. 
Thank you, Maya. Uh-huh. Large franchises. He is the Flash in the Justice League movie. Mm. And My also favorite universe. Batman. Yes. Yeah, you are a huge fan of DC. Uh-huh. And I love that about you. And I love that you actually know shit about the DC universe. And he is also in the Harry Potter universe. He was in the first uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. His role was actually really fucking good. Oh, yeah. And it was like super under wraps for a bit. Like no one knew he was in it for a while. He did this really very funny um, video uh, where he like super geeked out. Oh yeah, with about about Harry Potter. I saw and that. And DC. And it was very funny and I was like, you know what? And that's actually what got me. That's what got me. It's so, like I liked him. I like him in things. He's he's entertaining. He's he's awesome. But yeah. I was like, all right, you're great. But he also isn't like, have you, uh, like, we need to talk about Kevin or whatever that movie is where he, like, murders people. So, I mean, like, he's amazing, but he's also scary. All right, join us next time when we watch High School Musical 2 with Lars, who may show up and may not. I don't know. Uh, I hope he does. Otherwise, we're going to be watching... What, Tangled? Because apparently that's a fucking decom now. Oh, the Tangled, there's a Tangled decom, guys. There's a fucking tangled decom. So um, I had to uh, I had to go out of town, uh, and so I found out that. But I while I was looking around the internet as I do, I discovered this uh, tangled decom, and that is an it's like a pilot type of movie uh, for. Tangled. Uh, it's what takes. It place. just shows that they don't know what decoms are. Yeah. It, well, it's just really like it's an hour long. It, it and it's really what takes place between the end of the first movie and the tiny little mini movie before they get married, uh, which is like Tangled Ever After, whichever. Um, anyway, it was interesting. All right, guys. So I really want to thank you for watching. Because this is an incredible. Sometimes when you get like effort. you're trying to get professional, you do that ditzy voice that you do for me, and I'm not sure I appreciate it. So tune in, drop in, drop out. Tune in next week for High School Musical and Lars, or by Cool Susical and Bars. That was awesome. That was Don't placate to me. Dizzy Channel Original Friendship is produced by Mad Scientist, Maya Millslow, and Adair Rice. Theme song by the incomparable Cameron Ferry. Dizzy Channel Original Friendship belongs to Secret Weapon Productions and should remain locked up there. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved, y'all.